Hello, everyone. Welcome to Peer to Peer Real Estate Show. I'm your host, William Morales. And on today's show, I have Steve Friedson. Did did I pronounce your last name right? Correct. Okay. Oh, cool. Steve was drawn to building, designing, and making a space work, mainly because he loves working with his hands, head, and heart to create a friendly living environment. Steve has renovated spaces from Pittsburgh to Paris, which is good because I want to talk to him about Pittsburgh. Sorry, guys, it'll be off air. (laughs) To his home in the city he loves, NYC, which is New York City. This is where he started renovating lofts, learning to trade from the ground up. Steve has been featured in Voted Best Contract in New York City, featured in Architectural Digest, and featured in Inside Home Edition. Steve, thank you so much for being on Peer-to-Peer Real Estate Show. How are you? I am fine. Thank you. I met Steve about a week ago at a networking event here in New York City. Um, and, you know, I talked to Steve. I see, seems like a great guy. Uh, when I found out that he was a contractor slash builder slash renaissance man, I said, I got to have this guy on. So, Steve, again, thank you so much for being on. Um, so one of the questions I always ask, did you know early on that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Was this something that you grew up with or did that fall into your lap later on as you got older? Um, did you know you're going to be the next Warren Buffett of uh, contracting? <laughs> oh, no, actually, I started. I, I mean, I've been on my own since 1985. Okay. Uh, I started out as a graphic designer and after college, I worked for a couple of companies in New York. And my brother uh, was working for Nikon, the camera people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the marketing director needed a rush ad one night. So he asked my brother. My brother said, oh, you should contact my brother. So they gave me a layout for the design. And it was terrible. So I redesigned it. And uh, they loved it. And after that, I was their exclusive graphic designer for 15 years after that. For wow. a long time, so I used that to parlay into other clients, and I said, "Oh, we're working for Nikon," and then we got, you know, we got MTV, we got Sony, we got Sharp, like all these, you know, big box companies. So I did that up until 2008, and then everything just when the market crashed, everything just changed so much that I was trying to figure out what to do for my next act. And it seemed like a natural transition to go from design to construction to, you know, designing kitchens and bathrooms and space and how people live in their home and how they go and travel through space in their in their apartments. Um, so be, before we get to the next topic, um, so once you decided you wanted to be a contractor, designer, all that good stuff that goes with it. Did you get any pushback from any of your family or friends saying, hey, maybe you should just get a nine to five. The market is terrible out there. Um, how was the support um, early on once you made that decision in 2008? I mean, I've always been on my own. I, I think to, to work for a company or to work for somebody, uh, it's not me. I've been okay. doing my, this. I've been doing this my whole life and creating my own path. So to work for somebody it would be really rough. So I've never even considered it. Uh, that's, that's amazing. I listen, I'm, I'm hoping heading to that path soon to be my own boss because I mean, you know, it's just uh, time is dictated by your bosses. It's not the other way around, you know? So um, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, exactly. So um, 
so when you decided to get into to the contracting world, so to speak, um, did you already knew what you wanted to do in terms of, you know, building, designing? Did you already had that education or was that early no, education? I learned on the job. Wow. I, really, I started out, uh, my, I called the business Leave It to Steve. And my original idea was to be a handyman for all the women in New York City. And the reason why I figured they were getting ripped off by contractors. So I right. thought there was a lot of work out there. But what I found out was one, I'm very slow at it. <laughs> uh, and two, I couldn't charge enough to, you know, to make a living in New York City. So oh. I put an ad out for a partner uh, in construction, that new construction that lived it. So I ended up with a partner who did it for 30 years. He grew up in construction. His dad was, you know, was a construction worker and like that. So the original idea was I was going to get the work and, and he was going to build the work. Uh, that's how we started anyway. So, uh, so the training, like you said, you, you got it on the job. Oh, yeah. Once you, once you felt comfortable that you know what to do, did you, did you need to get a license or how, yes. how, how yeah. So talk oh, more course. about that. Yeah. Well, you can't work in New York city without license insurance workers comp. These days you also need like a $3 million umbrella policy. Wow. Uh, there's a lot, you know, I have a an office manager now that deals with all the insurances and it, it's a whole navigation process because they all have, uh, you know, all these all these management companies have like almost like a manifesto of what they what your requirements are to get in the building. So uh, it takes a while sometimes to read what they're saying and to actually make sense out of it and then get the proper insurances that they need and all that. So how long was that process, um, you know, from the first license to the last license that you need? Like, I mean, if you could explain that process, because it, it seems fascinating to me that, you know, you need all these types of lights, especially like when you need to per pull permits. Um, and and if you want to change, um, let's say, the bathroom uh, component, you know, moving it from the left to the right. Do you need all that type of license and zoning? Yeah, we have an architect that we work with that specializes in zoning. Okay. So he's the one, since he's an expert at it. I call in all different experts, you know, and subs to help us also, you know, master carpenters, architects, you know, uh, space planning, zoning people. Uh, sometimes also we don't know we'll draw out the space, but not knowing 100% if we can move it. So sometimes we'll end up two or three drawings because we won't know until we demo how things are. Ah, I see. So um, one of the things I, I, I like to know, is, like you said, you, you work with the, uh, maybe the architect and all that. Does Steve have his opinion on how something should be designed? Because you might see something that the uh, owner might not see, the, you know, the developer is, you know, in other words, you know, he might say, oh, I want a living room that's, you know, 20 by 25 feet, but you see the plans or you have the plans and you say, wait a minute, I don't think that's going to work. We need to do it this way. Oh, all the time. Okay. So you give your input. Okay. Oh, all the time. Uh, <laughs> Before, I, my background is design. Right. So the, 
you know, when you're laying something out on the computer, it's it really lays out the same way as graphic design. Okay. You know, so uh, plus I have a good, I'm good at spatial relationships. So okay. I can see things without physically seeing something there. I can, I can see it how much space it takes, if somebody's gonna be comfortable in that space, walking past it, how the cabinets open, you know, how, how the space dictates how you live, you know, lighting. I do, all, I do all the lighting diagrams because especially in New York, lighting is like super important in, in apartments and brownstones, which are usually end up being darker anyway. So we developed ways to, uh, put in good lighting when you actually can't, you know, by building soffits okay. or, you, you know, or other, other, uh, other lightings that we use. So. Yeah. So you, it's a definitely a process and at least you, you're giving your input because you have the experience, you're a designer. Um, when did you start uh, nesting? What year was that? Was that around 2008, nine or was that a little 2008. further? 2008. Yep. That's so when you, when you started that your company, um, how did you feel like, what was that aha moment when you say, you know what, this is what I need to do. I need to run my own show, which you already explained, but for some of my listeners, what was that aha moment when you said, you know what, I can't work for anybody, you know, this didn't work out, but now 2008, nine is here. You know, the market is shitty, so to speak. What was that aha moment when you said, I got to do this? More than aha, it was more scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. until I ended up knowing what I was doing because I would go into spaces and I didn't know really anything you know and now I have to I'm recording the spaces so I took measurements and spoke to the clients and luckily I like I said I can uh you know that old accession you know fake it till you make it, make it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah 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 you know so i could speak to them more about design than building and really anything that i that i couldn't answer i would just be truthful and just tell them i don't know i'll get back to you let me find out so they were pretty happy with that answer and then i would just i would find out from my partner or from other construction people and call them back with the answers that they needed especially when it involved you know plumbing and electric Okay. Do you remember your first job, your first contracting job, and how did it go? You know, were you nervous? <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> yes, Listen, you're honest, so I appreciate that. But the reason why it was terrible was one, the the um, Roe was her name, and she had a uh, a dark floor, and I didn't know enough to cover the whole floor. Now we're on like, you know, so I, I just made a mess out of her. It just, you know, we, uh, we ended up building a room in her bedroom. That was the first job. And also I refurbished these like hundred year old doors, which that was fine because that I could do outside, right. but all the drywall work that I did, uh, just fine dust trickled in from one room to the next room and yeah, it didn't work out so well i mean at the end we cleaned it all up and everything was fine but uh yeah i learned a big lesson that on on my first job about well, everything you know zippered walls and mm. you know all that which which i didn't do because i i put a piece of plastic but i didn't i didn't realize how far the 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 dust from you know the compound was gonna was going to flow 
and it it flew. So. Wow. Okay, but see, that's a lesson learned, and now you know not to, you didn't make the same oh, mistake twice. No, so. no, 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 no. You only make the mistake once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you 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 saw what you did and all that. That's again, I I love stuff like that because you learning as you go. You you realize, okay, you know what? I forgot to cover this, but now I know next time. And and and, and a lot of it, Steve. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's like you said, you you learn on the job too, right? Because there might be you might get all this training, but you might figure out that wait a minute, if I could do it this way, it'll be better. Or I shouldn't do it this way. Like you said, it's a lot on the job training. A hundred percent plus. You know, now there's, there's 10 people in my firm. So uh, I, I have a, a partner, who, you know, and, and also a, um, a project manager. So I still learn all the time. I mean, you're constantly learning right. between, you know, other people's ideas, your ideas, you know, magazines, periodicals, online tutorials there's just information everywhere so i kind of i kind of suck it up from all different directions well that's a great because I, I was going to segue into that question like i was going to ask you now that you told me that how do you keep up with the newest materials available for your industry but you said it's magazine uh do you talk to other contractors to find oh, yeah, out what's yeah. the latest and in, in terms of new equipment that'll make your job much easier well we usually we usually actually lead the field out of all the contractors. Ah. Contractors sometimes stay kind of what they know because they know it really well. They stay, a lot of times they just stay locked in what they know. But since I come from design, I, I just kind of spread out my feelers everywhere to see what I could find, what's new. And then I, you know, I send it to my guys and I bounce it off of them and see, you know, we'll buy some certain things to see if they work better and like that. So. Yeah, because I noticed like when you gave out your pamphlet, uh, when we met again, I met Steve at a networking event here in New York City. And that's to me, that's the best way to do it. I love meeting people uh, face to face than online. I'm not a much of an online guy. Um, and I saw Steve, your, your flyer, um, the little pamphlet that you gave up. How did you design it? That is so cool the way you did it. I should, I, you know, I was looking for one. You gave me one and I put it down. And when I went to the bar, Sorry, guys, you know, I do drink beer once in a while. <laughs> and I came back, it was gone. I'm like, wait a minute, who took it? So how did you design th that pamphlet? Because it's really nice the way you design it. And it, it gives so many, so much details. I, I love the way you did that. Thank you. Well, I, I was a designer my whole life. <laughs> so this is all you, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, I designed it. I also, you know, I, I also hire a uh, photographer oh, okay. to shoot all our work. I actually direct the photography, you know, on each set that we do. But I hire a photographer. This way, the 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 work that we do looks as good as it should, as opposed to me taking it with my iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, exactly. So, You're right. a photographer, yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, image is everything, right? Especially when people are gonna uh, people are gonna judge us online by our recommendations that they see and by the work that we do. So I wanna make sure that whatever we put out is perfect. No, no, fair enough. So in, in this day and age, how do you find your clients? I mean, I'm pretty sure you get word of mouth, but do you do any advertising in terms of social media? Is social media big for yeah, yeah. nesting? We do, well, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're, on, we're online, of course, but also, uh, I have a newsletter that we put out to a few thousand people, uh, word of mouth. We also, we're also luckily, um, 
clients put us on like mom sites and mommy sites are yeah i was gonna say what's that so where they're like for example we've gotten some amazingly large projects in tribeca that we're working on okay and we've been there for and one of the reasons was we did a job for this woman and her husband in Tribeca, and she took it upon herself to put us on her mommy site, which okay. is all mommy's asking for, you know, just swapping information on. on. Gotcha. But the fact that she's a mom, it's instant credibility to the other moms. Right. So, so they'll write us up, and then the moms will, you know, other moms will see because moms are the ones that actually direct who's going to be hired in general, uh, because they want. They want a nest. That's our name. Right. You know, perfect they, name. Yeah. <laughs> they, want, they want to make a nest, and guys really a lot of times are just happy with a big, a big TV. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue that point. So, right. um, so you got that. So you got the mommy sites and everything. So okay. So then we're the mom people. House.com and Pinterest okay. we're on, and you know Facebook we're on like that. Okay. So, yeah, and also our own website. Right. No, no. I, I did. I did see the website. Um. So uh, do you cover most of New York, all of New York? Is there areas that you might not go because it's maybe too far or you don't have the, the manpower to cover? Uh, basically, New York City and Brooklyn in general. Okay. Because uh, we can get around there, you know, the best we can. You know, outside of the city, I can't get my guys there, you know, in enough time we'll you know they'll get there too late they have to leave early and so and besides there's just so much work in new york and brooklyn that even though it's you know an eight mile radius it's it's pretty packed in that eight miles so uh we stay in new york and brooklyn no that makes sense we're talking with steve friesen of nest nest inc um so steve what's next for you and your company what are you guys what are the goals oh wait a minute before i say that um, do you cover commercial also like uh, big projects or is it mostly single, maybe it's, some multifamily? It's mostly multifamily lofts, brownstones, Okay. a little bit commercial, but we haven't really been called on that much. So okay. we're not really focusing on it. You know, it's fun. We can totally do it. It's just that we don't really, honestly, we just don't get called on that much for it. Right. It's like you said, so single family, multifamily, brownstones. Okay. So what's next for, for your company, Steve? What are you guys looking to do in the next three to six months? Are there goals you're looking to, uh, so to achieve? Really, really, we're so busy right now. Uh, the goals are just to get past these next bunch of months. <laughs> <laughs> summer is so, summer's our super busy season. Okay. You know, uh, spring and summer just, are, are, we're like swamped. So we try to uh, push work further into the fall and, you know, in, into December, uh, like that. Right now we have projects going all the way into December. So okay. are there uh, multiple jobs that at the same time, or you try to separate the jobs? We try to separate, we, we separate, we, we only really take two jobs at a time. Okay. We work on two jobs. And the reason why is we lose control after two jobs because uh, there's just so many balls in play and so many people involved that uh, the job has to be perfect. And when we start doing, we did at one time, we were, we were trying three and four jobs at a time nice. and it's not worth the stress. And plus 
the job has to be perfect. You know, there's no other way to leave the job. And when you have, you know, we have 10 guys. So if you have five guys here or five guys there, that's it. You know, you're, you're maxed out. Uh, so like I said, we tried it with other, with others and bring subs, but it was just, it was more, it was more headache at the, at the end, you know, making everything perfect. It just wasn't worth the stress. So two jobs is very dealable and anything that comes down the pike, especially now with supply chain is yeah. like off the charts. We waited, we're doing this project in Tribeca, which we finished, uh, probably four or five months ago, we're still waiting for their dishwasher to come in. It's been a year. What? Oh, yeah, a yeah, year? A year. Yep. Wow. Because, uh, again, because of the supply chain issues? Supply and chain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, oh, we, we installed their old um, dishwasher so that, you know, it's working, it's functioning. But, yeah, it's been a year. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, I listen, I, I, I understand about the supply chain issues. I mean, it's on the news every day. Uh, first of all, Steve, I wanted to thank you so much again for being on peer-to-peer -peer real estate show. I, I really appreciate it. And before I let you go, just a couple more things. I mean, I could tell by uh, uh, the way you speak and the passion that you love your job, but what else keeps you motivated? Uh, what are some things that keep you motivated daily to do what you do? Uh, actually, the the thing that I love more than anything is dealing with the clients. And, you know, I love the beginning of the project when we're, when we're just, you know, spitballing ideas and I can get them really excited over what their kitchen and how it's going to change their life and how what we're doing, you know, is really going to change their life in their apartment, which it, which it really does. And a lot of times they can't actually fathom how much this is going to change their life. And I mean, you can see from our site, if you read some of our uh, reviews, it, yeah. you know, it changes people's lives. So that's, that's amazingly motivated. Like meeting new people and designing for them, designing space for them is really rewarding and amazing and great, you know? And then there's all these other problems that go along with it. <laughs> but but to, to, to do that, and also at the very end, when it's all done and polished and they come in for the first time after they had not seen it, it's like one of those, um, those shows on TV where they're like, oh, you know, it's just, you know, I mean, yeah, the wow factor, like, wow, yeah. look at this kitchen. Look at this living room. My right. God. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, they write us letters. They bake, they bake us cakes. They like, you know, it's just really nice. And it takes a certain type of uh, client that wants to work with us. So they're all, in general, they're all like super nice people. So uh, yeah, like who, who wants to work with somebody that's not? Yeah, so it's an a-hole. Yeah, I get it. You yeah. know? So in general, everybody's really cool and really nice. And we were able to like move forward because also they, they, um, they put their trust in me which means a lot. I mean, I have that weight of that. They really do trust me. So it's my job to make sure that everything is as perfect as it can be in an imperfect world. No, definitely. No, I, I get it. Um, and, and before I let you go, just a couple more questions. Any books you like to recommend? Uh, you know, Steve, you do have a book in you, uh, you know, how you started and where you are today. You should write your own book uh, because you do have one in you. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> but you, I think you do. I think you do. I, you got a good story to tell. But any books you would like to recommend uh, to my audience or? I mean, in my... In my 
office, I have tons of books, but it's- So what you're reading now? <laughs> oh, really? Like this is, really it's like, you know, kitchen, kitchen and bath design news is great. You know, uh, you know, interior design is great. Okay. You know, it's just, it's just magazines with different ideas as far as what, you know, as far as design. So no, that's fine. I could put that on the show notes. Yeah, why not? I mean, you know, you might have clients or future clients. I'm like, hey, all right, Kitchen and Bath. So that's Kitchen and Bath. That's a um, that's a magazine also. That's a magazine. Actually, we should be featured in uh, Kitchen and Bath Design News next month for a project that we did downtown. So yeah. oh, great. Okay, we'll definitely yeah. look out for that. And then we got the uh, what was it? The interior and design. Oh, it's, no interior interior design. Oh, interior design magazine. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha, gotcha. Interior design. <laughs> All right, great. There's a, like a host of magazines that I probably get like 10 different magazines every month. So, but no, it's a good way to, you know, obviously keep up with what's coming out and all that different oh, uh, yeah. tiles and uh, flooring, flooring, ceilings, yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, I get it. And if somebody wanted to get in contact with you, what's the best way? Uh, it's th two ways. One, my website, which is nestinc.nyc, or if you want to just email me directly, that's steve at nestinc.nyc, N-E-S-T-I-N-C.nyc. No, sounds good. Well, again, Steve, first of all, thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us. I really, really appreciate it. Great. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, my pleasure. Thanks. Well, everyone, that was Steve Friedson, and you can find him at steve at nestinc.nyc. Dot NYC. That's Steve at nestinc.nyc. Steve, thank you so much for being on Peer-to-Peer -peer Real Estate Show. Really appreciate it. You can find me at peer-to-peerrealestate.com. That's peer, the number two, peerrealestate.com. Check out our past shows and check out our blog. Also, when you get a chance, please go to Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe. Leave a review. Tell us how we can make this show better. And before I go, guys, just a couple more things. Do not give up on your dreams. Fight for it, guard it, protect it. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. And I really believe if you keep the momentum going, good things will happen. On behalf of Peer to Peer Real Estate, I'm William Morales. Until next time, thanks, everybody. Have a great day, and please stay safe. Bye.